Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gone. It's Homer Superior. Hey, it's good to be back. Yeah. Kaylin's back. For my away mission From across the, uh, the world. Yeah. Give us a quick recap of what happened. It was wonderful. Don't, it was my... Don't, don't sound too excited. <laughs> I ate, I prayed, I loved. Uh, did you? And now I hate. Did you love? Uh, what did you love? Yeah. I love yeah, my... Yeah, love? actually, okay, fine. You, I love my... What did you eat that was the best... What did you? How, what was the most prairie he ate dick and loved dick <laughs> religious whatever dick. thing? And then what did you love the most? Um, that's or, great. Or uh, least. So here, um, let me go first. Yeah, I ate uh, no bread dick. or dairy. Okay, I prayed that I would die because I didn't have any alcohol, I, and so I, I loved that you were gone. All right, now your turn. You didn't love your husband? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, well, that's true. No, he's, uh, no one could love him, really. So um, I ate quite a bit of wonderful Indian food. Um, and, and it was so... It was yeah. so fucking cheap, too. Uh, well, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> so there's a dish called Bailpuri, which is uh, it's a Bombay... It's basically chicken tikka masala. It, it is not. It is bo- it's Bombay street food. It's with puffed rice and different chutneys and like crispy vermicelli, and you can you have the privilege of paying ten dollars at a fancy restaurant here in DC for for that, uh-huh. or you can pay fifty rupees at like the best vendor by my family. And house. how many rubies does that equate to? In rubies, dollars? you. I heard you. I heard you. Oh, it's rubies. They're diamonds. It's rubles. Come on, <laughs> keep up with your. Uh, it's seventy <laughs> rupees into a dollar, so I paid seventy five cents. 75 cents for a phenomenal meal. That's great. Wait, yeah. so in The Legend of Zelda, they used Indian currency? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, right? All right. Uh, where did I pray? Um, uh, <laughs> to your, what does that look? To your Instagram feed on how many times you could possibly post selfies. Yeah, you got to learn to get burst photo or whatever yeah. that is. I didn't know the sights in the background because they were all blurred. Because of your face. Well, because in the foreground. It was doing portrait mode. So when you cross your eyes and turn to the next page? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or burn your phone and never look at it again? I went to a handful of temples in India, which are really cool. I'm not very religious, but it is part of my heritage, so it was really cool going there. And what did I love? Um, I loved that I was away from the cold for about three weeks. It's really fucking cold in D.C. And it was lovely and warm. So it's good to be back. And I missed... No, I didn't really miss you guys. That's um, fine. Yeah. So... Do we have all the business from last week that we need to get to? Oh, we'll what to is this, business. Robert's Rules of Order? <laughs> We're going to do it after Tessa record. Thompson. We're going to do it after Tessa Thompson. So, uh, big thing that came out this week, Age of X-Men, Alpha number one. Um, as we remember from the Disassembled arc, uh, X-Men, Nate Gray, took away the majority of the X-Characters into another universe we think and so this was the kickoff of the storyline and i want to get hear from you guys what y'all thought about it loved the artwork oh uh, it was so, good. so pretty there was someone on house of x who was complaining that there's like these alternate dimension stuff i'm like fuck you fuckstick just this is was, he new to the x-men this was enjoyable i want to complain about house of x yeah yeah right. oh it's exhausting i say save it for the podcast but we're on the podcast yeah. Um, the art had a very Wes Anderson quality. I don't know why I got that. What? Expand on that. Um, it had weird visuals where everything was like no, it was very twee. It was very twee and like a little, um, a little like retro, but still modern at the same time. We're gonna give you a challenge to actually pull up, not right now. But uh, pull up some images and then we'll put them on the Instagram of how you think it looks best in it. Yeah, we can do some comparison we'll shots. No, no, and it's only you because no one else agrees. I with mean, you. I thought it felt like an, more like an indie comic, but I wouldn't say Wes Anderson, mostly because the color palette was very diverse and there weren't lots of like centered shots or anything like that or squared things, rectangles. No happy animals. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Nature girl. Was yeah, that's right. true. Everyone's yeah. wearing no, a handkerchief. No, but the plants and everything are dead. <laughs> yep. Well, what, okay, we uh, love the art. What did we, speaking. What did we think about the story? 
Because um, I was skeptical. I thought it was good. I what a great issue to make you read other comics. Obviously, yeah. Um, I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it's a pretty unusual, not mainstream cast. I think you got I, a little bit diverse cast than you normally do for I really like crossovers. Oh, what you say? I really liked when Bishop, you know, fell had the love thing, and then they just not like they got rid of him, put him in jail. They literally just mind wiped everybody. So yeah, that yeah, that yeah. never happened. He it was, was never on the team at all. It's like the leftovers. Um, I don't know. I'm halfway through the leftovers. I don't. Know that's not that's, like a leftovers at that's all. What it's like. No, not at all. <laughs> I did think it was it was relatively jarring first starting to read it because I'm like, wait, what am I? Did I? Was there another comic I was supposed to read before this? Um, then seeing that it was issue number one, no. But what I Got loved him. was how many different little asides there were where it's like, what's going on in Glob's mind? Oh, that was yeah. my favorite. That was my favorite. It, what a weird, like, dun dun. dun, dun <laughs> just like closer and closer so, and closer. Just into so his so eye. <laughs> what? He doesn't say anything suspicious. That was my favorite he's one. He's just checking a clipboard and it's like, he's with the chickens. What is he thinking? Oh, okay. Well, I love that explanation. Like, he's been working, like, the horticulture and, like, all the, like, animals and stuff. So it explains all the chickens in uh, the next gen uh, comic that's going to come Who's out. Who's the artist on this? Uh, the artist Bye. of this one. It's a, a Ramon. Um... I need to look it up again. I'm sorry, Ramon. One of the things he said when uh, there was an interview Ramon Rosa- Rosanna, sorry. Was that he'd never drawn chickens before. <laughs> yeah. And that and was the hardest part of it was just, <laughs> Yeah, he's like, chickens it was tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the find out why everyone loves Kurt w- Wagner in the amazing Nightcrawler number one. And he's signing a picture of himself. So, yeah. um, you jerked so, off to that panel, didn't so you? So, this, uh, this story arc right here, Nightcrawler is... Jerked off to this panel. <laughs> uh, it's very reminiscent of Carol Danvers in mm-hmm. House of M. Like Absolutely. she got raised to a higher level, and then once she got out of this alternate reality, she was like, "Oh shit, I need to step my pussy up." And so she, <laughs> right? That, was that a famous line? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she I was think, awful. Yeah, and she was and really like bad. a complete Iron Man stand forever. Correct. So yeah. I'm really glad you brought up Carol Danvers and House of M because when this was announced and they said it was going to be about like the mutants being ascendant, I really did think it was going to be a lot like House of M and I was yeah. like we've seen seen Please. that been there but this felt very different because one it's not about mutants being ascendant over humans it's everybody's a mutant yeah um, and I would never have guessed I would have loved a shitty plot point from the first X-Men movie X-Men movie excuse me uh, from 2000 uh, to be the ultimate premise of this because if you remember Magneto's ultimate plan was to turn everybody into a mutant. Oh, yeah. And I remember it being like, this is fucking stupid. I thought it was to turn senators into jellyfish monsters. Because well, yeah, <laughs> by that standard, he succeeded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, have you seen yeah, it's, um, the only The only problematic thing for me personally reading this is like, when, when a comic or a book or anything outlaws love, it's a little hard for me to swallow. Do you mean that literally? <sighs> right? Don't you agree? Um... Isn't it too obvious I mean, at this point? they're doing a terrible job already. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking like crazy. And with the solicitations for Psylocke and Blob and... I don't know. Our history is not that far removed from it. And also, like, there's plenty of totalitarian regimes that do exactly that. I know. I don't allow love. And that's why Clark was deposed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember. He's in exile here, isn't Famous, he? yeah. Famously. Yeah. From Transia. Or whatever it's called. What does called. that mean? Oh. Transia is the one in uh, I was once in a transgender and then they stopped me <laughs> hey, from that's continuing what they it. called it in X-Force. I didn't make oh, a... they? Yeah. They? Way to utterize them, Brent. Yeah. All right. Because that's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so of these uh, weird little previews, which one are you most excited to read? Um, for me, it's Apocalypse and the X-Tracks because it sounds utterly batshit. It's weird in but 70s. Like, and the previews like, yeah. meaning this comic or the previews meaning the yeah, previews? Because from this comic, I, that one did not intrigue me. I think... Um, from this comic, they gave you the next stuff. gen intrigued me the most. Because of the of Glob Herman. What's going yeah. on in his mind? What's going on in that yeah, eye? Yeah. What about you, <laughs> Brent? Obviously my boy Glob Herman. I'm looking for next gen. 
Right? Yeah. He's a psycho. I bet he's fixing a kill. Uh, the bishop stuff really, I was not interested in at all until I read this issue, and now I'm interested to read about For it. For sure. Absolutely. And I love that, like, remember, Bishop in Age of Apocalypse was, like, the key to, you know, bringing everybody back because he was a man out of time oh, and yeah. he remembered what, you know, the 616 universe was like uh, before mm-hmm. Legion killed Professor X. Um, and so, like, I think he's going to be key again into into this storyline. Stop looking at Ryan so much. It's, un- it's unsettling. <laughs> All right. Well, the secret's out. Yes. We're sleeping um, together. Yeah. Did, does anyone <laughs> Sorry, approve Chase. of... I really like Jean Grey and Bishop. Oh, that's oh I love interesting. that. Guy. I like that continue once this once this ends. Just as Ooh, a complete that would thing. be... Like, they just have uh, memories of yeah. that time. And so, oh, I, I would be love into it. that. Absolutely, because I don't want... Because like, now that Scott's Scott, back, Scott, I don't want yeah. Scott and Jean to get back oh, together. Oh, love that. The and, then, and then Wolverine and Cyclops both freak out. And, like, and then, what? And then, and and they like, sleep together. Yeah. Well, they I they want are. Scott and Logan to fuck. Yeah. Which one's the top? And then Bishop and Scott. And then Nightcrawler. Logan's the bottom. Oh, no, no, I agree. And then he disappears just before he yeah. <laughs> so there's comes. Let's make this sex weird. So <laughs> it's going to be six miniseries: Marvelous X Men, Next Gen, Amazing Nightcrawler, Extremist, Prisoner X, Apocalypse, and the X Tracks. I think there are four issues each, right? Just like the uh, that, Age of Apocalypse miniseries. Yep. Maybe it's one that's not, but yeah, yeah. So um, that'll be it'll be the next four months of those six books. So I'm actually super super excited. Uh, no, Apocalypse and the X Tracks. The actual com- the actual preview that they showed. Seemed fucking crazy and awesome. Yeah. And I'm really excited for there, it. It looks like, like the gonna... every counterculture. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, um, I love the Trump supporter villain. Um, he's so on the nose. Oh, of for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, it seems like there. I don't know. How far are you guys in um, Young Justice? I'm still rewatching Invasion. I haven't started I have to uh, watch Outsiders the whole yet. Thing. This has a lot of thematic parallels to what's going on there yeah. which I think are interesting um, without really spoiling anything there's a country that's trying to harvest metahumans ah. that's kind of like transient-ish uh, and the king is kind of pro uh, metahuman and he's deposed by a guy who is super anti-metahuman hmm. uh, it's, it's a, there's a lot in here that seems very very similar but oh. maybe just different enough so it's very, to not very trumpian as well it is yeah yes. maybe maybe there's it's just not that unique of a which is funny because no, i felt that no. um invasion the, the previous series although that came out like in 2011 2012 yeah uh g gordon godfrey basically is playing like a bill o'reilly type yeah, or like sure. a sean hannity type you know uh, Tucker Carlson, one of the one of those guys, um, which feels also very modern right now. So um, one reference that they do in um, this issue is uh, <clears throat> they talk about not actually knowing where any of the X Men are. Yeah, they actually yeah. acknowledge that they're all gone. That's why I, which I like that nod. Yeah, um, if they were just all off doing something, like, and it it shows that the world hasn't forgotten about the X-Men. Well, nice. also, it makes me happy uh, the Jordan White, the editor, is, like, really trying to line everything up because during yeah. the Resurrection era a couple of years ago when we started this podcast, nothing felt like it lined up. Everything sort of existed in its mm. own little pocket, which is kind of annoying considering it's in a sh- shared universe. I Where, like the, oh, sorry. Where's Richter? Where's uh, well, Richter? Uh, he was at the final fight, was so he? so in theory he yeah, oh, well, yeah. he with his stupid vest. His, uh, his his so he did. He was in the final fight of, of yeah, like, he was. I I weirdly wrote down everyone that was in there. I don't know why. Weirdly, yeah. that actually <laughs> tracks for you. The weird yeah. thing was that he wrote down everyone's name a hundred times, and it was show. all my oh. name. <laughs> and I'm the Cyclops. I'm Ryan Crow is Richter. Ryan Crow is Richter. Scraping through the paper, the blood's coming out of his hand. This is a weird remake of being John Malkovich, starring Ryan Crow. Um, I really am starting to like Kid Cable a lot. I uh, support him. Uh, I like him a lot more than like OG Cable. Um, yeah. Way to put the dialogue from the fans directly into the page. Oh, well, you're, you're different. You're not Cable. No one's. No one likes you like this. He's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to be my own Cable. I, I'm not going to be like what you want. But what about the people who loved what Cable was? The writing's like, 
Cable was outdated and the storylines didn't match up and the the, the history was too he confusing was bad at his and the job. writing was bad the last couple of years. You're, <laughs> you're no and cable. you're like, all right, yeah, I know Cable. Well, they did that also in the Uncanny X Men annual where they brought back Cyclops. It's like they completely like uh, Ed Brisson completely said IVX fucking sucked, Death of X fucking sucked, A- AVX fucking sucked. Like all the right V's and then lay- letters suck. AVP sucks. TZMR. One thing uh, that I'll note is everything seems to be surrounding. Like this is maybe back to Age of X Men, but uh, Xavier. They bring Xavier up a million times, oh. so I wonder if they're gonna bring everything X. back to status quo, including having Professor. X I back. hope they don't bring him back. I really do like him as X as a somewhat sinister figure somewhere in the background. I, think and I don't to have truly to see. Yeah, <laughs> he's so far in the background; he's not written. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I I don't know. I think the X Men are always more interesting without Professor X. Mm-hmm. You hate bald people. That's that's it. I do hate Adam. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 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 we're hey, done being oh, mean. Okay, come on. Not, let's move on to movie news. So this rude. is ridiculous. Not even here to defend himself. Oh my god! Oh, and what would he say if he was? Adam, oh, don't he listen makes a to nonsensical. That. He makes a nonsensical <laughs> pun that didn't, you know, even. I don't. Know. Anyway, so let's go on to movie news. Man, so it's better than personality loss. So it is uh, award season. Um, he had a personality. It's award season, and Black Panther cleaned up at the SAG Awards. The those screen actors they really love the Black Panther there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think that like Black Panther might end up being the dark horse of the Oscars um, because no, I don't. Calm down. I don't think I don't think <laughs> that there are any real front runners. I know people said the Green Book is, but there's a whole backlash happening. The Green Book. Obviously, a backlash happening with Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, and the other movies are like not really like seen as front runners. So, well, that's how I want a comic book movie to win by default. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's probably what's going to happen because of the voting system, which favors second and third choices over favorite ones. Because yeah. they take everyone's everyone priority votes. Here's my number one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. Eight. The last one that isn't include that that loses. Those points get reallocated to everyone's second favorite choice from that group. Then they keep doing that process where they allocate everyone's whatever favorite choice if their bin loses. And so, like, the second or third favorite movie gets the most total points. And that one's the one that wins. That's how Shape of Water won last year. Yeah. Which was basically a comic book movie, if you think about it. It was his worst movie. No, Crimson Peak was his worst movie. Did you see that garbage? Oh, that's true. Brandon Souza walked out of that movie. That's because it was too scary. (laughs) And also, we don't dox people. (laughs) That wasn't doxing. It just was a fact. Um, Yeah, no, I think... You didn't give him his address. I think he's got a very... (laughs) It's 622 10th Street. Um, (laughs) His phone number, his social security number is... Yeah. (laughs) 11111. No, I think he's got a very good chance of winning. Just because the the people are so divided among Green Book and A Star is Born and The Favorite. Star is Born is the other one. Yeah, yeah. there are some subpar movies going on. I, know. I mean, The Favorite really is probably the best of the lot. of. of the, so of, the only one I haven't seen. Is it's so best. good. It's <sighs> so, so fucking good. But uh, staying on Black Panther for a second, it's coming back in theaters for one week, uh, starting February 1st. One week only. To commemorate Black History Month, AMC theaters are doing are showing the, the movie for free, which I think is really cool. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I and so, I'm sorry, because I, because it's coming back in theaters, I actually think it has uh, a better chance yeah. of actually becoming, uh, 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 of actually winning the award. Yeah. I really like Chad, Chadwick Boseman's speech, the first half, and then he just kind of kept trailing off for the second half, and it was kind of exhausting. <laughs> like, he had a great message for the first half, and then he's like, wait a minute, what's the third part, of the second part I was going to talk about? That's literally what he said. I, uh, I relate to that a lot. Yeah. And I loved when he was talking about being a, a shit, what was it? Young, black, and talented, and then light, right as he say, was saying it, Andy Circus showed up, which was so incredibly <laughs> like it was all the African American cast. And then right as he said that line, here's Andy Circus is like the little opposite. Well, he's talented, but two out of the three, hobby, yeah. two out of yeah. three were opposite. Yeah. Um, so staying with Marvel for a second, Tessa Thompson hinted on her Instagram or Twitter uh, that she could be as the Valkyrie in Avengers Endgame. She said. 
you know, I'm doing movies in April and in June. In June, she's going to be in the next Men in Black International yeah. uh, yes. sequel. Which doesn't look half bad. Yeah. It doesn't look half good. How? Hey, you know what? I'm going to watch it. I have to. Yeah. How come every time I come around my London, London, that was Red pretty silly. Down, yeah. And they're destroying the literal Tim's Bridge. Tower Bridge. Who's Tower Bridge. T- Who's Tim? <laughs> Tim's? Tim's? I got it. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Yeah, just pile uh, on that bomb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, it makes sense that Valkyrie would be in the movie. Like, she was not in uh, in Infinity War at all. Like, they need her. She's much needed diversity that they need, yeah. and also, she's a fucking great character. And they better acknowledge that she's bisexual. Yeah. During a battle. During a battle. I think you're both attractive, and then she kills a guy and a girl. Oh, she has sexual in her murders, too. <laughs> so, Proxima Midnight and Black Star or Dark Star, whatever the hell his Who's name is. Who's that big she's guy? She's already dead. I, yeah, she's dead. Well, you know. They're all um, dead. I kind of am annoyed by it because I thought this would be a really cool moment if the movie's like, yeah, we brought in Valkyrie too, for when everything is, you know, really coming together, Helm's Deep I, style. I, th- I think oh. we're still going to get a lot of those moments, yeah. so I don't think you have to worry about that. So it's like Han Solo at the end of episode yeah, four Yeah, I kind of would have enjoyed it if I hadn't thought about it. Because oh. I was like, yeah. I don't know where she was. I'm not thinking about where she was. Maybe they just forgot about her. Mm. Yeah. Well, they, they did say something to the effect of, like, she escaped with some of the Asgardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's it. But yeah. I'm like, does she have to come See, back? See, if Adam was here, you say Asgardians. Yeah. Anyways, um, you want to talk a little bit about Black Knight? Yes. So yeah, yeah. last week, yeah, yeah. they talked about all the reprintings they're going to do in April, which literally includes Thanos, Nebula, Ronin, Thor's New Hammer, Stormbreaker, and literally then suddenly two different Avengers comics that are super important that star Black Knight. Mm. It's a very weird thing. Like, why would you be reprinting? That what bitch is going to show Avengers up. Avengers 343, which is just a story about him. Which one's Black Knight? Black Knight. <laughs> He's, <laughs> he's 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 literally a black knight. He's a knight. Oh. He's a British um, character. Oh, actually, like, Dane Whitman isn't British. He's American, option isn't he? that is like part well, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That his version, no, his version comes like, from England out. and France. There's different parts. Oh, and there I are multiple. Was, there are multiple versions. The history of, of England is very complicated. It's, very okay. well, it's when the Anglos Eagles, met the Saxons. There's Anglos. There's Saxons. There's Normans. It's just a lot. Who's Norman? Because it's not. Ju- it's him. He's being controlled by the Black Knight and the Sword. Oh, the Ebony Blade. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, when I was a kid, when I first started reading Avengers comics, Black Knight was my favorite character, just because he looked so cool. Wow. I like him. I like him. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think you just like knights. Do you think they'll literally just be like, everyone's coming back, and then random new people? Yeah. And then we're going to have to figure them out for the next ones? I'd be alright with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I thought it worked out as an okay introduction for all the people in the the new X-Men. The fact that they have like all these people like armor and the rock. comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. Because nothing worked out with the movies. I mean, no. yeah, <laughs> it's like you have an entire universe now full of like you know superhumans. Why not like just bring in a bunch mm. of new people? Because yeah, you might I think. Fucking wild. So, um, who are worse, Venom stands or Ted Bundy stands? It's That's what I want to know about who's worse. It's, Speak on this. It's also about who's worse. It's. It's a question of, so there was the new docu-series on Netflix that came out called the Ted Bundy Tapes, which is really sexy take on it. And then at the same point, Zac Efron is going to be starring in a movie as Ted Bundy, which I think is bullshit because I think it should be the guy who plays the vampire in Preacher, who is also in Misfits. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Uh, like like Josh Gillen. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end. Um, but he looks a lot like Ted Bundy, um, and he's a good actor, so I think he'd do better than um, Zac Efron. <clears throat> he's got I... no cash, though. Yeah. And I'm guessing also Zac Efron is like, he's attractive by today's standards, so, you know, it kind of fits, you know, back in the 70s or whatever, they didn't have as much standards for beauty, so they were like, Ted Bundy's hot. Anyways, <laughs> Netflix document. Everybody in the seventies was ugly. Netflix has the docu series, the Ted Bundy tapes, where Ted Bundy is being interviewed, and then this movie. So all these people on Twitter are like, "We think Ted Bundy could still get it," 
And then all these Venom fans who are like, we want to fuck Venom are like, that's really fucked up that you want to hook up. Not the actor, but the character Venom. The, yeah, yeah, and the, the, the Uzi, the Uzi, Uzi, the Black Goo, Sony yeah. most recent video, the, the Black film. Goo. Yes, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, Tom Hardy. I feel like name? there's a little bit of tongue and cheek, tongue and cheek to that, though, right? It's gotta be. I mean, a little bit, but I'm sure some people are like, yeah, I guess I'd hit it. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but there's people, I mean, Chris Brown, crazy stands who literally want to have sex with him and say he could beat me anytime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or R. Kelly, you can piss on me anytime. Yeah, but I guess like in my mind, the Venom fans are. Or were you talking about the Ted Bundy ones? All of them. Okay, because the Ted Bundy ones, I think. Oh, they're not tongue in cheek at all. No, they are super serious. They're real. There's like a whole. There's some psychological disorder. That describes uh, people who like write letters and stuff to serial killers and fall in love and get mm-hmm. married with them. But now there's this Twitter war between people who are like, it's really gross to want to fuck Ted Bundy. However, I would like to fuck this Venom thing. And then the Ted Bundy people being like, well, at least my guy was hot and real. You're like this is that's the point. <laughs> what? He's real. You shouldn't be going after this real person. This, oh, the character, so the character, this is tough because I agree with both sides. Yeah. So no, I would oh, never call myself I, a luddite, but I think it's time to shut down the internet. Yeah, everyone's enough. I don't just, know. I think I think we should ride this turn right this podcast so, off. See where this is going. <laughs> so, uh, what's your hot take? Who would you rather fuck? I guess. I mean, I understand the shape of a human being more than I do a venom and I would want Aww, to be a better give yourself more credit. <laughs> <laughs> I did hump that pile of mud once. Yeah. And then um, you married him. I um, see I personally I liked Gak. Remember that from, oh, S- from Nick? Yes. I really like that. Um Flubber did, turned me on Flubber did, hey, really did Gak, hard did Gak as a kid. goop you? Were you I gooped? got gooped by Gak. Yeah. Jesus. Um, can, yeah, so I guess I'd fuck Venom. Also, you can do cool things. Yeah. Yeah, what's your take? You want? Venom? No, I've already said it multiple times. I would do Venom over the Ted Bundy. Yeah, I wish you would stop. Even if, yeah, even if that wasn't on the Ted Bundy. You know what? I no, said that fucking like three weeks ago. Yeah. All hours of the night, he's yeah. just texting me constantly, I'm going to fuck Venom. I'm going to fuck <laughs> Venom. I'm going to fuck Venom. Where's the proof? Clark? I thought I could take Ted Bundy. <laughs> what, what kind of proof do I have to give? <laughs> like, if things got out of control, I could take Ted Bundy. But if things got out of control with Venom, I'm fucking dead. But isn't that thrilling? No. Okay. I think he would just become the next Venom. He would just, like, take over you. You would be the next host. Now, if I if, if it were Never like, travel, you just hook host. up with Venom, if you hook up with them, you get to become them. Yeah. I would probably pick Venom over Ted Bundy, but Ted Bundy is pretty tempting. Because that's a name you're not going to forget. You like you like to be famous. No, guys, I'm not Ted Bundy anymore. I'm Brent Wingate. Just remember that now. (laughs) Who would you pick, Kaylin? I would. I mean, Venom probably. I mean, so mildly piggybacking off of this stuff, I went to this dumb meeting about DC public schools and connecting all this stuff, and they were talking about like kind of getting influencers, like teen influencers, to like become main characters so one of the people was relationships they had no, abigail discovers one direction of harry potter fan fiction on a supportive community on wattpad she begins writing her own fan, fan fiction on there gaining a following and confidence i do not want kids to start writing fan fiction because all gonna get sexual and weird they're gonna want to fuck ted bundy in the middle of it how does this relate i don't because we were talking about ted bundy the internet yeah, and wanting to just gross creepy well, stuff we know it's gonna come out of this well why not a crossover both of them Ted Bundy. Venom takes Venom. over Ted <laughs> One direction. Body. They really are. It's the, on the culmination with that. It's the spiritual successor to Spider-Man or Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Venom versus <laughs> Ted Bundy. You know? Wait, what? No, there was a comic oh, yeah. in the 70s it's called Superman. Comic. It's a very yeah. famous comic, Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Which is just a ridiculous thing because obviously Muhammad Ali's going to win. Yeah. What about I mean, I mean yeah. Would, would you have sex with Kiss or the Archie characters when they crossed over? Mm, Archie. Archie and Kiss makeup um kiss as in the actual the band yes yeah, yeah. Oh, archie. they had a comic that well this is old archie well, yeah, this yeah. is a new archie old archie is better than old kiss those guys are gross <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were so gross they were disgusting scumbags no, no, no. old kiss when he just cut the back of his tongue just you mean you're talking about gene, gene simmons? simmons yeah gene simmons is the grossest gene simmons when he is just, he's, he's just like uh, you know fucking you're, you're, you're yeah, not ted bunny or gene simmons Ted Bundy. Um, Ted Bundy for sure. Ted Bundy, yeah. 
What about Richard Simmons? Um, oh, uh, Ted Bundy. By far. You, you hate gay people. Yeah, that's homophobic. <laughs> Ted Bundy was I don't think gay. We, I don't think we should keep a, a human centipede chaining this picture. <laughs> yeah, this is going to go down a dark so We're not getting down to some sort of championship. It's, it's all members of KISS, Archie, Ted Bundy. Um, I'm throwing in um, John Wayne Gacy as well. Um, anyone else? I, I uh, loved him in The Searchers. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Megatron is packing. Yeah. I give a star scream. Yeah. <laughs> you are a star scream. That's fine. Just yeah. quiet. All right. So, um, staying with Marvel for a second, there's a Morbius movie coming out. I think we talked about it before. Jared Leto's going to play him. Somehow. I think he's just keeping on the same white makeup that he had on for the Joker and, yeah. like, just doing another he's movie with a different studio. Skinned. But. Matt Smith, who was the uh, last Doctor Who, or two Doctor Who's two ago, Doctors ago. Uh, who is actually quite a talented actor. I think he's very, very good. good. Uh, he's supposed to be in the movie as an unnamed actor. So, yeah, As uh, one of six British actors in the entire world, I think he's going to do a good job, whatever he is. Oh, yeah. like, um, Him, who else Judy is Dench, uh, <laughs> Maggie Smith, and then, and then just uh, Daniel the entire Radcliffe. cast of Harry Potter, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he... They're counted as one person. Yeah. So yeah. with the Morbius, yeah. maybe we've talked about this before. What's his supporting cast like? See, I think they're going to lean into like the Midnight Suns, like all the dark uh, Marvel yeah, they, characters. Well, I was just going to point out that they really have emphasized a lot in the anti-hero thing for all the advertising they did for Venom and for any of this. Whenever yeah. Jared Leto talks about it, he's like, well, he's played a little bit of a hero, a little bit of an anti-hero, a little bit of a villain. And I th- they're going to make like a rogues gallery type... Sony doesn't have the right the right to all of them. They didn't they, they, they don't. No. But they could do stuff that is within public domain. Because remember, like Dracula and like Van Helsing, okay. public domain and were used in Marvel Sherlock comics. Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> uh, Mother Goose. Um, they can't play. The, they I absolutely love Mother Goose. To show up. They, they can't play Packing the birthday heat. song though during it at all. I think no, they, they can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that like, two is years public ago, you're left. Oh, good. Yeah. That'll be a good intro. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 this is another movie that I feel like, uh, just like the Joker. I'm like I guess they're still making it. I don't know. It seems so it's weird. Very, well, Sony and every is, stage so tentative. And you know, with the success of Venom, I think they're full steam ahead with this. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like I think it would be smart if they brought in they brought Blade back and like brought in Morbius that way. Because that's to Blade. No, Mar- Marvel, Marvel does, but like, like I guess Morbius was Morbius really a Spider-Man character? Yes. I mean, he was in the cartoon yeah, in the '90s, but like, was. I never was he spun off yes. from the Spider-Man comics. That was pretty yeah. much the only thing he was at. I must say. Well, I, I just remember like in the '90s when they were doing all like the mystical dark stuff when they had Ghost Rider was like super popular and Jack Russell um, was the werewolf at night yep. uh, and and all that and, and like. All the Midnight Sun stuff, like Morbius, they try to bring him back, and it just never really worked. I see. Yeah, it just seems so weird. So moving on to DC for a second, uh, they released a very weird teaser for Birds of Prey, starting Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. They haven't been able to film anything properly. Yeah, yeah. This is the most teasery teaser. It's not even. It's like a. It's like a hand. It's like a made on my iPhone kind of a movie. <laughs> that's teaser. what. That's what I think. If you're gonna do a teaser for, if you're gonna do a trailer for a trailer. It should have even less story than yes. what the trailer This was have. finally a teaser. Like yeah. these teaser trailers that Marvel is doing are full on trailers. Like, Here's this a was, little bit of costume. Sure. But it's a little bit of who's in it, it. The only thing that's problematic about it is it was so quick that you're like, wait, what? Oh, Why is that what problematic? Happened? Who cares? Yeah, because, you, because it doesn't look like you have a lot of content. So what the thing that surprised me was I didn't realize Ewan McGregor was going to be in it. He's playing the villain, Black yeah. Mask, who's actually kind of a cool villain. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be Harley Quinn. Um, it'll be Black Canary. It'll be Renee Montoya. It'll be the Huntress. Huntress. And then they're going to do Cassandra Cain, which I'm also really Bat excited about. Girl. She's yeah. Batgirl. Well, and then she becomes Batgirl, but she looks super young in this. Yeah, and she was super young when she was Batgirl, too. Um, okay. and, then, and then they retconned her out of being Batgirl. But she is a wonderful character. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, also someone named Zaz. Who is that? He's super creepy. He is a Batman villain oh, yes. that is a serial killer. And every time he kills somebody, he like slashes his skin. And so, like, he's got all he's these, like... He's marking himself. Yeah, uh, he's got all these scars all over him to... Uh, first body count. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But pre... Before Killmonger did that. Yeah. 
know. Um, it looks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of intrigued by it. Um, mostly because the Suicide Squad movie was garbage, but Margot Robbie is a good actress, and I think she did an all right job as Harley Quinn. It was. I, I think it could be interesting. I. I'm a little bit disappointed to hear that uh, Ewan McGregor is going to be a villain, um, mainly because I th- I would like to see a movie where it's a team of bad guys who are trying to stop the hero, uh, rather than a team of bad guys trying to stop another bad guy. Oh yeah. Although Birds of Prey is very, Birds, Birds of Prey is they're not actually bad guys. They're actually they're heroes. They just decided to revolve around Harley Quinn because she's gotten so popular. Anti-hero. Oh, Nowadays. She's more of an anti-hero now, but, like, it started off as, like, uh, Black Canary and Oracle, who was formerly Batgirl. Right, right, right. Um, Um, Speaking of Suicide Squad, though, uh, some uh, somewhat related James Gunn news came out this week. Yeah. Uh, Pew, pew, pew! Pew, 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 pew! It's our James Gunn corner, corner, corner! Uh, Oh, you're doing guns. That was good. Pew, pew! (laughs) Um... We gotta have more sound effects in this box. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like a like a morning DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's Ira and the douche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so uh, James Gunn is uh, signed on to do at least write the next Suicide Squad movie, and he's still negotiating whether he's going to direct it. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be a sequel. It's like revamping it because the first one was utter garbage. Yeah. yeah. He said it would be mostly new cast. As <laughs> a well, relaunch. Nice. Yeah. A re- so with Harley Quinn being so positive, uh, like uh, such positive reviews, and the rest of the cast basically bombing. Yeah. Including um, whatever that Dead. fucking Joker was. Oh, Joker, and also yeah, Will, Will Smith, Smith is Deadshot. Yeah. Oh, what a. And I, I like Deadshot as a character. Yeah. Um. So do you think they would bring in the um? Her Harley Quinn, or would it be a new character? I think they would probably... They have on, to. I think like, it depends on how well Birds of Prey does, but I think they would have to have a little bit of continuity. It's almost like a whole new cast of like DC villains. They're like, I can't believe they all died, except her. I, I know. Want, I want the Enchantress back, so she could be the terrible, <laughs> terrible actress ever created. I, I know. I, didn't, I did not... This is the only comic book movie I've Cara ever Delevingne? seen. Cara but I just saw clips, like someone did a smash cut of all the clips of the, the Enchantress, and she is terrible. <laughs> she's the actress who was in Valerian. Yeah, right? Valerian. She's garbage. This poor girl. Someone has to take up the Kristen Stewart mantle, and yeah. she's doing a bang up job. Oh, yeah. Kristen Stewart. Was, it, was yeah. Amanda Waller killed at the end of Suicide Squad? I don't remember. Uh, did they make no. her super skinny in that? I haven't seen v- it. It's Viola Davis played uh, okay, Amanda Waller. So, oh. so she was. Normal, normal. Like, but Amanda Waller should be She's a solid like woman. a like a wall. But Amanda Waller really should be really big. And then like they try to retcon her into making her like very like sexy and like thin, and, 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 and it didn't the really new 52? work. Yeah, in the new Fifty Two, I'd like for her to stick around. I don't know if she's dead. I can't remember. They can always bring her back. Yeah. Well, so they're looking to do a, I believe, August 2021 release, but then DC's also doing like a Super Pets movie, Super which Pets. was out of left field. Well, and so there's talk of it being animated, and I don't want it to go How down the that fuck route. Are they <laughs> I want it to be full on Airbud style where they're talking, uh, they're or, doing stuff. Or, uh, oh, no. yeah. or like that fucking canceled. dog movie that we saw the trailer for before Into the Spider Verse, where it was the, the entire movie. They showed the movie, they showed the, <laughs> the dog. Whole Coming and like him turning around and falling in love with it or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The dog coming back, getting lost and coming back. Oh uh, yeah, that was so weird. Was <laughs> yeah, like, that, yeah. So that's going to be the super. But if movie, James maybe. Gunn is doing this movie, he's not doing super oh. pets. He's just doing Suicide oh, Squad. Well, that's a shame. It, it was, was a cartoon of the, of the super pets. Yeah, it was boring and awful. Yeah. I love for it. I think I think that there's a lot of very creative people who could do fun, funny animation. I think it's. Pets. I think it, I think I don't think they take it too seriously. Uh, That's no. Right. It's you dark and gritty. First. Brent gives one thumb up to Super Pets. Uh, I can only give one thumb up because that's how the thumb system works. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. Cisco and Ebert <laughs> each gave one thumb up. That's how you got two thumbs up. It's not both of them giving two thumbs up. That's four thumbs, but they're both dead. <laughs> That's my point. They're both dead. <laughs> so you can give zero thumbs. All right. Batman. Uh, the uh, Batman. The Batman. Coming out also possibly in 2021, but it won't be Ben Affleck. They James Gunn is directing it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's directing everything James now. James Gunn is Batman. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. 
but they are looking to um, the interview with the director, whose name is escaping me at the, at the moment. They are looking to have like a pretty wide cast of Batman villains in it. Yes, and he wants to emphasize the detective part of yes. Batman. That's actually smart. Um, to actually do a real mystery surrounding Batman would be really cool. We already know I the agree. character. And if there was like a, almost a clue-esque sort of way of doing Three it. endings? Where, yeah, got it. Uh, yeah. Or the one that Adam doesn't remember. Thinks Bandersnatch. there's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the dodgeball theory. Oh, the dodgeball theory. There was multiple <laughs> yeah. endings to that in the theaters. <laughs> which he was... Wrong. Oh, I know. I heard that podcast. Yeah. That was amazing. Did he sound even coherently like he was making sense? Or it was he like. He never does, but somehow he was even less coherent. <laughs> All right. To this so one. I love the idea of Detective Batman. That's Detective the reason why Batman. I liked him in the first place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I will be furious if it's the mystery of who saw murdered my parents. Like, fuck you, Batman. Oh, you make no, everything no, no, in your no, life no. about that. Now, because you said it, now that's what yeah. it's going to be. It's like that one girl that go, gets broken up with, like, I don't know, let's say John, and she always brings it up. Yeah. That's how Batman ends with his like, parents. That's his what one girl? personality trait. You know, like, Heather at a party that always like talks about her breakup with John. Or... Are these real people? Yeah, sure. You, I, <laughs> don't party. I don't know why you're acting. So, uh, we know that Ben Affleck's not going to be Batman. Who would you like to see playing Batman? Uh, Idris Alba. I actually would I like that. that. Yeah. I, I want to be do it. Mariska no. Hargitay, and <laughs> actually, she's just Olivia Benson is Batman, is and that there's the a rape that she has to solve. Oh. I think it should be Sandra Oh. I'd be up for that too. Yeah. Batman. Wait, br- the br- Batman <laughs> is the woman. I'm Wait, all about no, it. no, I'm fine with that. It's still Batman. Yeah. But Olivia Benson is Bruce Wayne, or yeah. Olivia Benson yeah. She's both. is the She's position both. of that is the mystery. <laughs> okay. She's trying to solve her. You've own never stuff. seen a photo of Bruce Wayne and nope. Batman yeah, and yeah. Olivia Benson. You've never. That's true. What if the mystery in the Batman movie is who am who's dun, the dun, actor? Dun, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> Batman's trying to solve who his actor is. Who am I? Who am I? Somebody on Twitter actually had a really good suggestion. A real good uh, suggestion. Lee Pace would make a great Batman. Okay. He's fine, I guess. Uh, We just went through ones we liked better. um, You know who I want? Um... Matt Damon, just because of the sheer fact that oh, Ben Affleck, Affleck, Affleck did it. <laughs> so we're just he's always getting into it. Jimmy Kimmel should be Batman because they have a they have a rival. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, we're getting to a point where we've had enough Batmans that we can have a Batman as a bit. Yes, like, thank you. Oh, Big Man, got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but keeping on Batman for a second, Batman Beyond. They're trying to make into an animated movie based on the success of Into the Spider Verse. Cool. Um, it's also the 20th anniversary of Batman Beyond. I don't know. Did you guys uh, ever watch the cartoon? I loved it. I loved it so It was much. good. It was actually, it reminded me a lot. It was Spider-Man as Batman in the future. Anyways. Uh, because like Terry, uh, Terry McGinnis uh, playing the young, the, the new young Batman being mentored by an old grizzled Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce is still I around. I fucking love that. I, f- I didn't really understand it for a long time because I'm a little kid watching like justice league or whatever yeah and i'm like that's batman and then i see batman beyond and i'm like uh what they what have they done to batman has batman changed is this fundamentally different i guess you didn't understand the beyond part well yeah i didn't understand like alternate universe versions of stuff or the future yeah yeah what did i say (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what did you say but Uh, adam's criticism is once again dc is following behind Rather yeah. than like actually leading. Leading, yeah, that's probably true. How would they lead? How could they lead? They go back in time and they do this movie first. Better than Into the Spider Verse. That's how Clark. Okay. <laughs> well, the interesting thing uh, that I like is they're looking for an Asian American actor to voice Terry McGinnis. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I think that's quite cool. I don't know what value that adds. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't know. Is it, wait, is it is it an Asian act character? No, he was. Uh, but he was multicultural though. Like he was like definitely like half something. He was like he was voiced by Will Friedel from Boy Meets World. Yes, he was. Who then wrote today? There was some interview with him. He was like, "I hope I'm in that that movie somewhere." Oh, <laughs> since yeah. he was the one who originated the voice of him. Yeah. 
That memorable, memorable voice. Yeah. Whatever. He was cute back in the early 90s. He was, yeah. The late 90s. Yeah. As Batman Beyond. Yeah, oh yeah, that guy was uh, fucking hot. Straight lines, perfect chin, white eyes, pure white eyes. <laughs> no mouth. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of cartoons, She-Ra is coming back to Netflix yeah. season two. This is great. April, tw- April 26th. Very happy about that because we're really sure. And we got even better news that there's going to be more princesses. And more Swiftwind. They said they're going to give a really good storyline to me. Yeah. Um, I like that they said that there are going to be a few just kind of one-off episodes, one of which will be basically just a D&D campaign, yeah. which will be yeah. super fun. That'll be awesome. Do you think it'll be like 13 episodes again, or do you think it's going to be a little Yeah, why not? I think 13. Yeah. Probably. It'll probably be Yeah, the D&D one actually sounds really cool. I, I totally thought of you, Brent, when, yeah. when they went ahead and announced that. So there's a lot of Netflix news, actually. Rob Layfield, his uh, extreme comics, which are pretty bad, well, yeah. uh, to put it lightly, they, he uh, Netflix basically said no, and Rob Layfield says, well, I'm pulling out first. That's fine. Yeah. Good. Um, cool. So, yeah. Well, I just want to, i got to protect my babies, and you know, I, I just got to make sure they're malformed the right babies. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was just staring at a picture of him the other day. He's a... He man. looks like he, <laughs> he's a freaky looking he man. He looks like he drew himself. He looks no feet. I he's I've got, never seen his he face. He does have his, a face like a foot. All it's I see very is tough. His, it's very ironic, honestly. Baseball cap. I let's create a, a very extreme nineties comic called Rob Leefoot. And it's just feet as extreme, like like mutants, just like look, d- devastating. Look at things. him. Doesn't he look like he drew his own eyes? It's uncomfortable. Can you stop pointing let at me? Let me see. Let me see. Ah! Oh. <laughs> calm down. Oh, okay. Stop being so extreme. Uh, <laughs> Every speak. chance no, I get for him not to be doing extreme. something, I'm pleased <laughs> Look, it's with. It's a buzz cut, but the front few lines of hair are like three inches Did long. Did he draw it on? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I need to look at that. Ugh. Isn't it weird? It's so weird. He's got a buzz all over his head, except for the front row where his hairline is. I, I cannot look this close I, on his face. I <laughs> can't wait till we review his new X-Men comic. It's gonna be <laughs> What's it called again? Uh, um, something X, right? Like uh, uh, Agent Explosion or something like that. It's M something... It's something M- X. Maven X or something. Maven X? Maven X. Agent X. No, that no, we have Gail, Simone. Damn it, yeah. Gail Simone wrote that. That was actually pretty good. Uh, so... Uh, stay on Netflix for a second. Zack Snyder uh, is looking to do something on Netflix, do a show, or actually a Netflix movie, excuse me. Uh, but it's it's focusing on zombies. I think it's called Army, Army of, of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Um, and the one Zack Snyder movie I really liked was his Dawn of the Dead remake that came out in like 2004. Yeah. So the, oh, sorry. He said the premise is uh, they're in, uh, they're, I think it was Las Vegas. And there's a zombie apocalypse, whatever. And then there's a group of people who want to do a bank heist. <laughs> zombie sure. apocalypse. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. That's sure. Fun. I'm into it. Like it's like Ocean's Eleven meets, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Dawn of the Dead. I love that. Since we're talking about Netflix, and we were talking earlier about things I'm watching right now that are yeah. really liked. Uh, have you seen Kingdom? Not yet. It's really good. It's like medieval Korea versus Game of Thrones versus Walking Dead, and it's fucking phenomenal. Oh. It's really interesting, really good. The design's amazing. Who's in it? Nobody. It's, it's oh. a Korean film. It's a Korean Netflix show. Uh, okay. He knows Korean actors. Sure. Not really. No. I well, thought you were going to put me on the spot. I know a lot of <laughs> Korean comedy actors, but no drama actors. But yeah, it's really good. Watch that show. Name shit. a couple comedy ones. I don't know. I could literally... Just name two. I'm very pleased that I've seen so many that I can tell who is in which show. I'm like, ah, who's Is Manny Jacinto... Korean? Uh, I thought he was Filipino. Oh, it might be. His name is Manny Jacinto, yes. <laughs> yeah. I he is super Korean. Okay, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm like trying to ask a question. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> in the next season of Titans, uh, which we all really talked so the first season, um, they're going to bring in Deathstroke, Ravager, who was Deathstroke's son, and Jericho, who was the also Deathstroke's son. gay. <laughs> so gay. Yeah. Wait, Ravager is his daughter. Yeah. Ravager's the daughter, you're right. But there was a boy Ravager as well, who was originally his son. 
Jer- Jericho's a fucking mess. Uh, well, completely. So this is now like the fourth or fifth iteration of Deathstroke in in media, uh, because you had him as Slade in the Teen Titans and mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go cartoons. Yep. You had him in the Arrowverse, He's in the Arrowverse uh, yeah. as actually one of the better villains on on Arrow. He was great in that. Uh, you had him as a brief cameo at the end of Justice League, played by Hadi McCotterson. Uh, what's his face? Joe Maginello. Yeah, God, well, that, so fucking hot. Will never play out ever. It'll never happen. Yeah. So this is now like the fifth version of him, and it makes sense though. Like Jericho is such a big part. I mean, excuse me, Deathstroke is such a big part of Titans lore. He actually was introduced in the Titans. And it's, um, he was the antagonist is probably in their most famous and best storyline, the Judas Contract. Why is he so popular? He, uh, he seems kind of boring. Can I uh, say it? It's his costume. Oh. People love the costume. Uh, and he also doesn't say as much, right? No. Like he doesn't talk as much, at least it, in the TV shows. He's usually, it, he says a little bit, but it's all more, it's not like he's the most mysterious character, but he's not monologuing all the time. So, so Deadpool was created after him, right? And oh, just for made sure, a funny like, version of him. Yeah, yeah. Slade Wilson quickly became Wade Wilson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much so that uh, Joe Kelly, who wrote the Deadpool comic that like made him really, really, really mm-hmm. good and really famous, ended up moving to DC and did an annual of Superman and Batman where they have Deathstroke from a different universe and it's just basically Deadpool. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually very meta. It was really good. Um, but uh, the Judas contract, I, I think they're going to do that in the second, or maybe even like lead into the third season of Titans if they ever if they ever get to that point. But um, I'm excited about that. I think uh, it's going to work God, well. They're within... introducing so much. That's amazing. It's so fucking good. Um, and then Amazon uh, is doing an, an animated series of Invincible, which is Robert Kirkman's other like long form uh, comic after Walking Dead. Uh, but it's going to have, like, an all-star cast of voice actors. Sandra O, oh, uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, somebody else who I'm forgetting. Steven Yoon. Steven Universe? Yoon. Oh, here Steve. from uh, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Invincible is a, actually a very oh, dark I lo- I, But it's so good. It's very it's good. Filmed, it's actually balances comedy and very dark tones very well. What's you, the premise? It gets very dark by the mid to end. Yes, but but it starts out very light and very yeah. Spider Man like. Oh, very for beginning. sure. Yeah. It's like about this kid who realizes that he's like half alien uh, and he gets so these superpowers. Basically, his dad is Superman, mm-hmm. and he is like this young boy. And then things go awry. I won't tell you more. But did you never notice like when they did the trade paperbacks, it was named after all these like eighties and nineties? Oh, sitcoms. totally. All in the family. All yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, it's so good. Clarissa explains it all. Exactly. Whatever. But it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, I'm, I will definitely watch the cartoon whenever it comes out. I want to watch the facts of life, just in general. Why don't you? You could can. You, could you watch that and like report back? It's Disney. probably on Hulu or something. Yeah, yeah. stopping you. Who is your favorite <laughs> facts of life character? This is Clark? Garrett. Of course, <laughs> of course. Girls, girls, girls. I say that every once in a while. Yeah. To who? This, this is for me. I'm loving my roots. So <laughs> the one me. Family Guy sketch I still love is when yes, they're watching Facts of Life. Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> what is it, Chow? Uh, anyways, um, I'm not going to finish that bit. I like when she shows I'm not going to finish that bit. Peter turns into just her breasts, and then he's... Oh, <laughs> girls, girls, <Yeah>. girls. <laughs> um, so, let's talk a little bit about Deadly Class. The second episode aired uh, over this last week. Um, I and think the show... Sorry, oh. one last thing, because we didn't put it on here, but one thing that really excites me... Yeah. Breaking news? The new... Well, it, we, we all saw it, but Deep the news that pew, pew. Disney is apparently <laughs> sinking a lot of money into their production for... Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus. Right? Disney Plus? Uh, yeah. Which brings up a good point. I'm so terrified of Disney. They... Um, they... They will they destroy are, they are. you. I, they're going to storm through the door right now, honestly. Clark is wearing an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit shirt Yeah, right Disney. Now. I don't oh, understand. It's been listening about. the whole oh, time. No. Now I'm imagining like these like stormtroopers, but with like Mickey ears coming in, and they're really dark and sinister. And they, they have, have the, and they have the rights to play that mm-hmm. Darth Vader. They have those. Uh, do they really? I believe they have them at Disneyland, yeah. Well, like... like Stormtroopers that like have the Mickey I think, ears. I think they probably got, not the characters. They probably. I have. think they've got the Mickey. They've got Mickey wearing a stormtrooper helmet, and they've got like other like crossover stuff. They've got to have that. Darth Vader, Mickey Mouse things, right? Yeah. And, I think they do goofy. With and Darth also, Vader. it shooting like a Ewok dead. 
Yeah. Mickey shooting an Ewok. With there. a real gun. <laughs> it's actually really the suit. A real Ewok. college dropout <laughs> in the, the suit every time. It's the dark and gritty remake that nobody asked for. Yeah, but I all the did. kids need it. Yeah. You can touch their blood, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that's... I think it's obviously Disney is terrifying. Um, yeah, you can get a beanie baby plush of Mickey dressed as Darth Vader. This is adorable. Yeah, I'm talking about actual like storm, like real, like not just like the like real Star- stormtroopers. Well, like no, actual like, jack booted, jack booted thugs oh, uh, with like fucking Mickey ears. Yeah, yeah, swastika Mickey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the way that Walt originally meant you, it. To you be. joke, but you know Walt had that in his sketchbook, just swastikas all over Mickey. Oh, he was a fucking anti semite. <sighs> yeah. Everyone was. Yeah. Speak for yourself. A lot of the royal family was back then. Yeah, they were. Uh, Well, all right. So (laughs) let's talk about Deadly Class episode two. Um, With some other Nazis in there. Sure. Yeah. You're Uh, right. The uh, the fucking cheerleader, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's like, I'll suck your dick for twenty thousand dollars. And like, he actually (laughs) finds the twenty thousand dollars to do it. Um, There are things about the show I still don't love. I think the lead actor is a little weak, and I don't like the voiceovers. The character itself is a little weak. He's the probably the weakest part of the show because I really like all the supporting characters very much. Um, I think Henry Rollins as the uh, <laughs> making the cameo was fantastic, and I loved uh, because it's set in the '80s and like clearly the main character has something against Reagan. Henry Rollins brings up AIDS, and they they're uh, implying that he's gay. He's a yeah. gay. Yeah. yeah. So which I thought was really cool. Um, I didn't, I don't hate the protagonist that much. Um, I think he's a little bit stale, but I don't think he's like a terrible actor. And I do really like his underlying motivation of just hating bullies. Yeah. So that when he's going on this increasingly rage, uh, drug, uh, on alcohol induced bender. I love how completely fucked up on drugs he is like 90% of the time. (laughs) So he's like, like he's going around to everyone who he sees as a bully and immediately like attacking them, not holding back at all. Uh, I like that as Doesn't a character. He just punch the Nazi girl in the face. Or no, 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 uh, no, wait. no. That was uh, that was um, Benedict Wong's character, isn't it? With uh, uh, when he like, oh, that was in the first episode when he like yeah. smacks her. With I his think every, once and then she like she licks the blood off. That's yeah. right. I do think that they had to make it her who got smacked in the face because they're like. She's got, like, we got to tell them there's, she's a Nazi. So it's yeah. okay that they just hit this woman in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> with a pool cue. Seemingly look like nice and uh, sweet girl that she's a Nazi, don't worry. Uh, Which what, is the ultimate way to get out of what it. What did you guys make of the cameo of Brian Posehn? Uh, oh, as the, the comedian high, who's yeah. like the old guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stoner at the party. Uh, I actually kind of like that because um, at every high school party, there's always the weird older guy trying to sell drugs. I liked it. I didn't know what the purpose was. There so, really wasn't a purpose at it all. It was like, that's hey, why I liked you, it. Yeah. I think it's a, he's like a comic fan. Or, and then yeah. he's like, do you want to be in it? Yeah. He's written comics. So he actually wrote Deadpool at one point. Did you really? He really did, did, yeah. I didn't realize When that. they did Marvel Now or one of the Marvel reboots, he's, he did like a six-issue arc. Oh, no kidding. It was not good. Um, but uh, Rick Remender, the guy who created Deadly Class, uh, also wrote Uncanny X-Force about ten years ago oh, or so. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. He, um, he wrote this episode. So he is like uh, one of the producers of the show and... I think it's pretty cool that he's going to have, like, a pretty heavy hand. I love the just opening, like, weird challenge that they had to just do. Oh, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck has happened? <laughs> Straight out of the gate, they're like, you've all been poisoned, go! Yeah. What? And they're like, where are those other people? Oh, they're dead. Yeah, yeah. and then, like, they even fucking hate each other, but they're like, I guess we gotta work together so we don't fucking die. I think, I think that's what made me really like the episode. Yeah, and Maria so- having to decide whether or not to, like, save, uh... What's his name? Chico. Oh, her yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Marco. No, it's Chico. Marco's Chico. the main character. Uh, um, he... I just like Marco, like foaming at the mouth. He just about grabbed it, and Chico just smacks it out of his hand. Yeah, yeah. As if like that's a good idea. He's gonna <laughs> save you all. Like you're not gonna die. <laughs> but Chico doesn't think. Oh, Chico was out. super fucking menacing towards the end of the episode too. I know. And and I'm getting so much more attracted well, to him as it goes. Well, on. Well, when he like basically like threatens her, it's like. 
I'll never let I will like you're gonna be the mother of my children. You're I've never heard my he's wife. Definitely... She's like crying and he's like kissing her on the and nose. He's like, what? Stop it! There's a dead guy behind her. There's blood all over her. It was also, super. Also, why was there a party going on and they went to a romantic dinner? Those bitches are oh, like because... sixteen. Uh, Don't go to a. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take her to a party where this guy's interested her and she's I seemingly know, interested. I thought that was actually a, an intentional show of force. Yeah, oh, he certainly. knew he knew that guy was going to go to dinner there. So he like made a reservation for that dinner, and it also served the benefit of keeping her away from. You're my woman. Yeah. You're my woman, exactly. And also, like, also, I mean, he comes from, and he comes from like a like the Mexican mafia. Yeah. So he's got a shit ton of money, and so like he can afford like at a restaurant like that. So um, next week we're gonna talk about uh, Deadly Class episode three, and we got two comics uh, we're gonna focus on. Marvelous X Men number one, which is the first of the miniseries of Age of X Men. It'll be mediocre. It's gotten uh, so many Emmys, and she's a hilarious character. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was thinking the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Fucking that show is so overrated. Uh, but we'll yeah. save that for another podcast. Um, but it's written by the same guys who did Alpha, so I actually think it'll be pretty good. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then Uncanny X-Men number 11, which is the beginning of Matthew Rosenberg's arc yeah. uh, with the new uh, makeshift team of Cyclops I'm, and Wolverine. Yeah. I'm, so ex- I'm, I'm so excited when Cyclops and uh, Havoc interact for the Ooh, first time. Yeah. For sure. Oh. He's definitely going to like break him out of jail. I'm going to be so fucking yeah, sold on it's that gonna scene. Be great. And we're going to have zombie Banshee on there. It's, yeah. gonna be, and there's it's gonna be, those three, Banshee, and then all of the new mutants. It's going to be great. They all have the techno-organic yeah, virus to shut Oh, amazing. yeah, so they're going to like fill, like uh, finish the uh, the miniseries that Ra- Rosenberg yeah. did last yeah. year. So Rosenberg gave some great stuff. What, like, where did Dazzler go? She um, she got sucked into someone's brain into an alternate no. reality. She'll be part of that psychedelic team. Yes. So don't you worry. Okay, good. Oh, she's part, the, she's part of the extracts. So that's why I, that's another reason I'm looking forward to Apocalypse and the extracts. It's her and Kitty teaming up. So we've been Homo Superior so long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs>